Hey everybody, it's Kathy. I am once again here at Library Hill, which is my little house of spirits here in uh, New Jersey, because I cannot be at Paranormal Tower. Um, like you, I'm self-isolating, or I'm trying to quarantine myself so as not to be a burden on the resources of society, and so that people don't have to make a choice between me and somebody's grandmother, because I'm not sure what the right choice would be, and I don't want anybody to have to make that choice. Um, I am redoing a podcast. I already did one this morning, but it, it ended up being far darker than I intended it because of the circumstances that we're all facing. And so instead of dwelling on the coronavirus and, and honestly, the horror show that we're all kind of looking at right now, I thought I would actually go through some of the stories that have been sent in to um, to us, um, or have been posted on our Facebook page. And, um, I had asked for a few, few different questions. One was about prophetic dreams, because I think people have prophetic dreams when it comes to major, major events. And the other was what, what did you see or what have you experienced in your life that has inspired you to believe that spirits exist? So I'm going to read these to you without any kind of editing or any kind of uh, caveat. And I'm going to give a shout out to the people that uh, sent them in. Now, remember, you can send in your story to my story at paranormaltower.com. And I will absolutely read it. And I will absolutely give you a shout out. Or you could call up and tell us your story uh, yourself at 732-737-9212. Obviously, any minutes and rates that are with your, uh, your phone will apply. But usually most of us have kind of... Um, a, a regional or a national plan. So you can call up and leave a nice long story. We all want to hear it. Um, and I will randomly choose someone to get a swag bag, um, which will be a sticker, a mug, and probably some other stuff because I have a lot of time in my hands these days at, from uh, Paranormal Tower. So the question was, have you had an experience that convinced you that spirits are real? So Anna McAllister wrote, yes, as a kid, my cousins and I saw a ghost at my great grandma's house. When we got home, we described what we had seen and what the man's face looked like. My dad said, that's your great grandpa. And that's what he looked like. He passed away before we got to meet him. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, I always think it's interesting that most experiences that people have when they're actually seeing a ghost um, has to do with their relatives. And it's always interesting when it's a child who's describing someone who's been gone for a long time, because it makes you wonder if those people aren't actually checking in specifically because they want to meet that child. This one comes from Carol Dornetto, author. Um, I think she is an author. I don't think that's her last name. Um, and she says, yes, I have always been sensitive to spirits since I was a child. Never really understood it until I was older, as when I see them, they look like real people. When I was 19, I was sunbathing in my boyfriend's garden when I opened my eyes and saw a 10-year-old boy run past me through the open door and ran upstairs. I jumped up and chased after him, only to find nobody in the bedroom that he had just run into. That's interesting, too, because it's like he wanted to get her attention, wanted her to follow him in. And it's interesting that she did. Patty Hohen says, yes, when I was an 
inpatient treatment, I felt a dark presence at the end of my bed. It started to the side of the bed. He demanded me to look at him. I covered my head and prayed hard, and then it was gone. This is interesting because it sounds almost like a shadow figure, but shadow figures don't generally speak. And the fact that her prayers actually uh, dispelled him also makes you wonder if there wasn't something of the hag syndrome in that as well. Shanalea Valerio says, My twin brother and I were walking two houses away to my grandma's house to get her mail, and we saw a man's face in the window. It was July, and it looked like Santa Claus. Years later, my mom had old pictures spread out on the table, and I stopped and told mom that that was the face that I saw. It was her Uncle Tom. He had lived in my grandma's front porch and had died there when my mom was a child. Now, for those of you who are interested in actually seeing the picture, Shanna put that up on our on our Facebook page, uh, which is uh, Paranormal Books and Curiosities. So you can check that out and see that picture itself. And he does look like Santa. And it's a really cool picture. Julie says, I've had several. One of my... Uh, one of my dad appearing to me at my birthday dinner six months after he passed. He was sitting across the table from me next to my brother. My brother didn't notice. Dad looked so happy. Well, that's always nice that he came by to wish you a happy birthday. Pina says, yes, yes, I've had many. And a few times someone with me saw them too. I can feel them. One incident I recall was uh, on a Sunday afternoon around noon. I was alone in the kitchen making sauce when a small smell, when a strong smell of an I say was around me, right near me. My late father-in-law always sucked on those candies. He was a lovely man, a good father-in-law. I said, Dad, hi. And then the scent slowly faded away. Jerry says, pretty much since I was 17 years old, I started seeing things that convinced me that spirits are real. I'm 66 years old and I see ghosts every now and then. I had some run-ins with some not-so-nice spirits in the early 1970s. Mostly now I see my family ghosts. I did have a shadow figure surprise me as it ran down my hall through, through, and threw me a few years back. Lori says, Way too many odd things have happened to me to count. I've had some sort of thing pass through me a few times. It's such a weird feeling. Now that's interesting, guys, because some people do not... do claim that not only do they see things, but they can actually feel the energy pass through them. And I wonder if that's a different type of experiencing. And I wonder if that isn't a way of attracting spirits as well. Are spirits attracted to people who can feel them? Are they attracted to people that they can pass through? And what is that sense that we're feeling? Is it the energy? I mean, when you put your hand through water, your hand disperses the water and the water goes around your body. It doesn't go through your body. And so that's a very interesting uh, experience. Nancy says, I had one today, actually. Periodically, my maternal grandmother visits me. I know she's near me because of the way she and her home smelled. I get a whiff every now and then. I had not had a visit from her in quite a while. And then this AM, she made a, she made a visit. Thanks for asking. It's important to remember things of the human spirit. It's true, Nancy. It definitely is. And Jen says, yes, at night in a hotel in New Orleans. 
It was a soldier, and it nearly scared me to death. I came out of the bathroom, and he had his hands behind his back and was looking down and was walking towards me like he was deep in thought and had somewhere to go. I dove into my bed to get out of the way and felt like I was going to have a heart attack. He didn't acknowledge seeing me. It was almost like I had a glimpse into something that happened in the past. I just wasn't ready for it. It does sound like you had what we would call a residual experience. New Orleans is famously haunted, and one wonders if it's because of the history that's there or the fact that the buildings and the structures have changed very, very little in the last 200 years. Certainly there have been fires, but a lot of New Orleans is exactly as it would have been uh, about 200 years ago. Also, there's an enormous amount of dark history that happened there. This soldier could have been from any number of time periods. It's curious. I did ask Jen if she could give me a little bit more details and she's going to get back to me. And our last one for today is from Lamont. From 1996 to 1999, I lived in a haunted house. Strange phenomenon was part of every day from small annoyances like keys disappearing and later to be found in strange places to the piano playing by itself. There were strange voices, full on apparitions. Neither myself nor anyone else living there ever felt like we were in danger though. The creepy factor did scare a few guests enough that they wouldn't be part of the house alone. It was very interesting. People have these strange experiences all the time. It's not only in times of heightened emotional uh, extremes. It's very casual. It can happen when you least expect it. In fact, it's during the casual living, the day-to-day, that most experiences happen. Paranormal investigators go out at night and investigate the paranormal because that's when they're available. And we investigate in the dark because it allows us to see or experience the subtle changes in, uh, in the environment. That being said, the vast majority of experiences that people report, they actually report while they're awake and moving around day to day. So it makes you wonder, how many paranormal experiences have people had that they don't even realize are paranormal in nature? Because it just seems to be part of the regular, casual, day-to-day environment. So that's it for today. Actually, it may not be for today, but it's definitely for, uh, that's it for this particular podcast. If you have something you want me to delve into, please give me an assignment. Reach out to me at mystory@paranormaltower.com. I'm chomping at the bit to dig into different stories and subject matter that you're interested in. I do have a series coming up on the Morris Canal here in New Jersey, but if you become a member of the Paranormal Museum by visiting www.paranormalbooksnj.com and clicking on shop, I will absolutely dig up a story from your neck of the woods. There are three levels of membership that you can participate in. One is Friends of the Paranormal Museum. The other is the Post Society. And finally, there is the Order of the White Crow. Now, if you're a member of the Order of the White Crow, that's the pinnacle of your uh, membership with the Paranormal Museum. And you're a part of every one of our events. Each one of these memberships gives you a membership kit and uh, access to the Paranormal Museum. Um, I will be hosting a few different paranormal, virtual paranormal museum tours. I have a hard time asking for help and I have a hard...
spend it on. Um, and if you can't do that, if you can share our podcast, if you can like, if you can give us a review just to help us get our, um, our views up, I would really appreciate that. I hope wherever you are, you're happy and you're healthy. I hope your loved ones are surrounding you. And I hope until we meet again that you keep your eyes, your ears, and of course, most importantly, your mind wide open. Thanks for visiting Paranormal Tower. I'll talk to you soon.